Hey everybody, we're here for another first run bald movie. This is uh, this is another thing that we're trying new this year, where we go through and uh, there wasn't anything we were too excited to see this week, uh, but we heard a lot of buzz about Aquaman. Uh, several people said that we kind of missed out on that one, so we decided to right that wrong, go back and see the James Wan horror movie maestro uh, extraordinaire directed uh, Jason Momoa leading Aquaman. Oh, um, I see. I thought it was called Fish Boy. Fish Boy. Yeah. Fish Man. Fish. Oh, right. right. Uh, Sorry. My mistake. So uh, what 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 did you think of Aquaman, Jim? I think this is another DC debacle. Uh-oh. Uh, D, the D in DC now stands for debacle. Debacle cinema. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I think this movie, especially in its first half, is kind of a mess. It huh. smacks of DC desperately trying to catch up with marvel uh with every single property they can throw at the wall and none of it so far except with maybe the exception of wonder woman which worked pretty well uh-huh. has done it for me um so i i mean i it's i don't know where to begin because i, I like that more than that i thought this is a i thought this is an okay movie if i was judging i would say this is somewhere between uh quality wise like like so so like thor um yeah, the first okay. Thor, the second Thor, the third Thor. I thought the first Thor was okay. I thought the second Thor was pretty bad, and the third Thor was pretty good. Um, I think it's somewhere in quality between the first Thor and the second Thor. So it's not bad. It's not quite great. It's it's not quite as entertaining and holds together. And I think we can talk about that in, in the spoiler section, but I do kind oh, of yeah. agree that they do feel like they're doing too much way too much in this movie they are introducing so many threats and like they're setting up three movies worth of shit in this movie instead of just like you know and but but it's kind of tough because you can't introduce aquaman because or because he's already been he's already traded punches with superman and uh <laughs> defeated a world-ending supervillain i was going to ask you that like i didn't see justice league so i don't know Oh, you didn't? I don't know if they did any no, origin wait, wait, story wait. You stuff. Saw, you, uh-uh. you, yeah, you did. No. Huh. Never saw Justice League. Huh. Okay. I don't know how I ended up seeing it without... Um, so was anyway, probably out of town or something that we... Um, no. Uh, yeah. He, he, he was... He, there was... There was a Baron intro. I mean, his, his origin story... His origin was essentially uh, uh, Ben Affleck flipping through files on his computer. There you go. Okay. Um, that's they don't talk about. I mean, and you do. He actually goes to Atlanta. They or Atlantis. They they mm-hmm. shoehorn that in, which is well. I don't. Did he actually go to Atlantis, or did he just meet with an Atlantean? I don't know because like we certainly didn't see anything like we saw in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I the, the, the other thing is like I, so I I kind of agree with you, but I also disagree because also I thought the first half of the film was way more successful. Oof, By the time okay. we got into like the meat of the of the mechanics of the plot, I was uh, like, oh wow, this is oof, this is a lot of colors and CG and yeah, I, I, I mean, don't understand it is a what's wall going of on. Effects. Uh, and I felt like it was a it was a a. a something that was setting up to be pretty good and they had some pieces there and it just kind of slipped through their fingers because again they were trying to do too much with it i think the the editing on this movie lets it down too uh i think if they had kind of stuck more with their characters uh while they're on their journey Mm -hmm. and i'm being as vague as possible Mm -hmm. intentionally uh and we had seen some of those storylines play out in larger chunks and not cutting back and forth so frequently between all the many plot points here 
yeah. uh, it would have felt a little more cohesive to me. I think the editing let it down, and I also think the script from from the jump was was just shortcutting all the emotional buttons that they were supposed to hit, and none of it mattered because I didn't know any of these characters. Yeah, you say that, but like... I think you can do that. So, like, no one knew to f- who the fuck Star-Lord was from Guardians of the Galaxy, but mm-hmm. when you got a nine-year-old boy listen to a mixtape that his mother gave him while she's dying of cancer, you get beamed up by a starship, that's, that, pr- mm. that also very abbreviatedly pushes some big buttons, but it, it, it does it well. And, and you know, so, so I just want to be the, uh, the, the, the human, uh, <laughs> that, 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 uh, that takes uh, over from the cyborg but, here. But this isn't, this because isn't about we, Jason Momoa no. in those moments. It's about the parents' relationship. And but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was getting, like, I knew that this movie was fucked uh, as far as for bald movies when I was sitting and I was getting, like, legit choked up at, uh, <laughs> You know, Dude, the, the writing th- in that scene is as bad as anything I saw in the prequels. Yeah, but it's Nicole fucking Kidman's awful. really good, and I like Tamir Morrison, <laughs> and like I'm a sucker for people, the star-crossed people in love. Like, it's Romeo and Juliet, and I was like all in, and I hear this mirthless, and I so I'm getting a lump in my throat, and I hear this mirthless laugh beside oh, Jesus, me. Jesus, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this movie is going to be sledding uphill <laughs> for Jim. But I, I so my, my thing is, I, I still like Jason Momoa. I think he's a great Aquaman. Yeah. I... I do feel like this Aquaman myth is a little handcuffed to him because I think he's only capable of playing a certain type of of uh, of, of yeah. Aquaman. I Whereas, mean, the Thor is a pretty apt comparison. Yeah, and I want to I want to before we get to spoiler section, I want to talk about that because I think you know Thor is one of the rougher Marvel properties because it does a similar thing where it tries to have this soaring Shakespearean operatic. Uh, feudal magic technological space society mm-hmm. and you put just a galoot in the middle of it like <laughs> uh-huh. Thor Chris Hemsworth is very charming he's very good looking and he's very fit all the things that Jason Momoa is but he um, it, it's 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 the opposite and because you know Thor is a story about a, a god king who is humbled um, and forced to like admit humility whereas this is like a a pauper who is forced to confront the fact that he can be regal. Um, but the thing is, is like I feel like that, that the story of Thor is him slowly learning what it means to be a king. And, you know, his dad's not dead and he's still around and he's still the leader. And Thor is kind of like the, the, the second in command until much later in the, 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 the mythos. And even then, Marvel doesn't necessarily handle the silly stuff and the operatic stuff. That's why I think that Thor tends to be you know, the dark, the dark elves or whatever the fuck Thor two was like, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. The probably the worst Marvel movie. Maybe you can make an argument for Iron Man three, but <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot harder to, to balance that than it is some of these other kind of happy go lucky stuff. And I feel like that's also kind of DC's thing. Like Marvel is the universe as misfit teenagers and mutants and people set in real world locations where DC is about the gods who inhabit metropolis and their archetypal, you know, uh, elemental deity kind of type type of like, like, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman and Superman could all legitimately be worshiped as gods Mm -hmm. in a way that Tony Stark and Peter Parker can't. And I think that there's always going to be, if they try to muscle in on Marvel's turf and, you know, kind of go to that like ironic, quippy, uh, Joss Whedon-y kind of dialogue, they're always going to struggle because these fundamentally, these aren't who these characters are. And hmm. they yeah. could lean into a really cool story about 
Aquaman being torn between the two worlds, the surface world that yeah. he's born into that's fucking up the ocean and the ocean people who are sophisticated and above it all. But like, yeah, you know, these bro, the, your bros are uh, killing us, literally boiling our oceans and, and polluting our seas. Mm-hmm. And they do that for like 30 seconds in this film and yeah. then just run away from it. No, I thought they were going somewhere with that. They don't. <laughs> Uh, they really don't so like this but but it's also central to the plot like it's weird yeah yeah it's weird in that like they want to have their cake and eat it too here like they don't want to spend a lot of time developing that concept but they want you to feel the weight of it in the in the battles and i'm like you can't you can't not spend time on it and also get me to feel it right and that's the problem i had with the opening of this stuff And, and the other problem is imagine iron man if the avengers movie was the first time you saw him and then in the first Iron Man, he has to defeat Thanos. Uh-huh. And, then I, and then they set up the big bad for Iron Man 2 to be Jed, Jedediah Strang or whoever the fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like he comes out in his clunky Ironmonger suit. <laughs> right. Oh, Tone. Like, Ooh, real scary. I've, I've defeated two legit gods. Yeah. Uh, this is... Du- and I'm like, wow, I... I when the go- Like when the War of the Gods kind of plotline hijacks this movie... I because they had the jet they had the the yeah. ironmonger villain that would have been an appropriate scale for a first superhero and, movie. and this is the problem and that they just, DC just completely fucks course. up every single time yeah. yeah what order did they go in I don't know they Ch- want to get to the finish line right. immediately and you can't you literally can't like Marvel's this is a movie that Marvel would have spent three four movies building to on a main storyline like this is like this is the climax of a of an iron man Mm -hmm. series this is the climax of a captain america series and he probably captain america iron man would have been also in several avengers movies at the same time like yeah they spend a they've spent like a decade building their their shit and you want to jump in there and do everything they're doing on the first try it's not possible yeah, no, and it I mean, makes your movies worse. Yeah, and they have to yada yada him learning to become Aquaman with a bunch of like you know yeah. uh, training montage stuff. And the, I, I felt like a lot of the love connection here was yada yadded. Well, and, and also and, Amber Heard like, is not, <laughs> I don't think, great in this in this movie either, um, which is is, yeah. is a problem, especially when Nicole Kidman is so fucking kick ass. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Nicole Kidman and Tamara Morrison are more interesting in young and in, in pretty convincing young people makeup. Like this mm-hmm. shit's getting eerie. How easily they can just <laughs> wipe a, digitally paint away thirty years of aging from these people. Yeah. They're like more interesting characters than anybody we met in Atlantis, except for maybe Willem Dafoe's uh, tricky little visor character he played um, mm. or vizier. Yeah, I. I just yeah it and and here's the thing we we were talking about and I know that the DC fans um, are annoyed by it, but like the shortcuts that DC took to this point are materially weakening the mm-hmm. movies. Are, and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman wisely avoided it by being a prequel to everything. Like yeah, they yeah. first Avengered it, like went back and be like, well, before she was Wonder Woman, she was just this little girl in Themyscira, and we're gonna watch her grow up, and we're gonna see what made her. Into, and we're yeah, gonna... that's an origin story. And, like, and, and you need that for Aquaman. And she's an eternally consistent character. She's naive, she's innocent, but she's fundamentally good, almost like incorruptibly so. And her character speed is when she struggles with like hopelessness and apathy and despair, ultimately conquering it. That's like the the through line of her character in that movie. What is Aquaman's through line? He doesn't want to be a king. Yeah, until, he's a reluctant hero. Until sure. he wins it, and then it's like, oh, being a king's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> Smash a, a beer can on my head. 
belch <laughs> roll credits like here's what i think they should have done not a, that's not a that's not a, a, a that's not a, a a a person turning into a regal character that's able to not just solve the problems of atlantis but the mm-hmm. fucking world is what he's being set up to do yeah uh, i mean the the realizations of these things are happening too quickly uh i honestly think there is a movie in here that is way more streamlined way smaller yes way more personal and actually super interesting like can you imagine uh that that scene in the aquarium Uh kind of extended to full movie length like Uh how how does this kid get by you know with his weird powers and and you know do the every superhero origin story Mm because we need it for aquaman yeah no we need it we don't know this guy 40 minutes turning him into the aquaman that is ready to be a hero yeah not ready to literally save the world and have him level up over several like i think you you said it right at the end of this movie aquaman's where he needs to be to be in justice league okay (laughs) yeah but and we got another one of those. And, and imagine up, I if you had, imagine if you had two or three good Superman films, two, you know, two or three good as Wonder Woman films, two or three. Yeah, they good. get pumped. And 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 then you you add maybe Cyborg and the Flash, or maybe they get. Hey, here's a crazy idea. Maybe you tell some small stories with them that kind of lead them up to learning how to be like uh, where they can trade punches with gods. Yeah, but they didn't. They tried the they tried the no huddle offense, the Marvel movie plan, and it. And it didn't work. And I mean, not- you can even kind of do this yeah. shit within the larger context of a Justice League. Look at, like, what they did with Spider-Man in The Avengers. Oh, yeah, right? soft-launched him. And- like, that was so that good. Was, that was it was so fir- well done. But that wasn't an Avengers film. That was the third Captain America film. Oh, fuck me. You're right. That's like, the thing. That's, like, these are intertwined in such a brilliant way. Yeah, and DC like, does none of that. Ten years into it, Marvel's into a place where they can do they can make a third uh, Captain America sequel be an event like an Avengers film in a way that DC can only be envious of. And now Marvel yeah. is about to hit a brick wall. Which is the end of whatever phase they're in, <laughs> yeah. where they like uh, seems like a lot of their big heroes are going to retire or die, or uh, <laughs> and and how are they going to navigate that? Because um, they're going to bring in Darty Darko. Donnie That's how Darko. they do it. Yeah. What and and Jake, what? Just... Jake Gyllenhaal isn't he in Captain oh, Marvel or he, yeah, something? Yeah, no, he's in Spider Man. Yeah, he's Spider-Man, in Spider Man yeah, trailer. Far from um, home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's. I thought you meant like they're gonna reboot the universe. No, they I mean they're literally. They're, they've brought everyone in Hollywood together in the Marvel movies, and now they're they just they are Hollywood. Um, Disney is Hollywood. <laughs> so the good things we probably should have said this before we got to the negative is um, I thought. I was shocked to see. I, I, I guess I'd heard this before, but I'd forgotten that James Wan, uh, who I love his horror films, directed this thing. And yeah. to say he's painting with a different palette <laughs> is uh, selling it short. Like, yeah. there's a couple parts in this movie that I think they could have made creepy, and maybe I, I you know, in, in retrospect, that aquarium scene had a little bit of uh, a nice little creepy vibe to it. Um, and yeah. he he didn't. Everything's very bright. Everything's very. Uh, uh episode one star wars dude there are so many comparisons to the prequels to make here uh-huh. uh i mean from dialogue to yeah just the the over reliance on cg and then see now you're making it to a negative and, i was going to because i was going to uh, go I'm sorry. like okay yes yeah, so <laughs> that that scene when they first get to the trench uh-huh has think about the abyss you remember uh-huh. ed harris like going down the fucking yeah. rope uh, yeah, in yeah, his yeah, suit yeah. in the abyss yeah that was fucking terrifying yeah and if uh-huh. it had been more like that i think they could have leaned into something really creepy and and potentially very frightening 
but uh, they just kind of turn it into yet another battle. I'm still, in this still trying to praise movie. the film, Jim. Uh, I was going to say that, like, you could say a lot about the prequels. The visual but there, I the, thought was cool. The art design wasn't the problem, and I thought that everything about Atlantis looked great in the same way that the first time you see Asgard looked great, the first time you saw, mm. like, uh, uh, Wakanda, it looks amazing, and, like, oh, that's a place that would be so cool to explore. Almost to a point where, like, I was pissed at Jason Momoa for staying away for spite. Mike, seriously, dude, you could have visited this place anytime you wanted, just taking a gander at it. Like, yeah. you're the kind of asshole that never makes out a small town to see New York City. Like, yeah, you <laughs> might hate it, but at least don't you need to see Times Square? Don't you need to go to Las Vegas? Don't you need to go to Paris yeah. and, and London to see it? And he's like, nah, fuck it. Fuck it. They killed and, my and mom. And they hammer that point home in this movie. Um, I think Jason Momoa is a, is a good Aquaman, but he's a very particular type of Aquaman, and maybe... If they had somebody that could be the kind of rough around the edges galoot that could, you know, shave his beard and trim his hair and become become regal. Um, because they're doing that with Chris Hemsworth. Like, as he gets older and more established in the universe and in his place with his people, like, you notice his hair gets shorter. Uh, his beard looks more trimmed. He's 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 uh, he looks like an adult that's, you know, learned how to groom himself. Mm -hmm. um, and like Jason Momoa's thing is not that he's a wild man. <laughs> And yeah. like seeing him be tamed, it almost be like a defeat. So you don't really want to see him go and become establishment. Hmm. Yeah. But that's where we're at at the end of the first Aquaman. Yeah. Because um, that's where Marvel wants or DC wants him to be. Yeah. And I thought like, you know, it, it's also uh, it's kind of amazing that they made Aquaman into a badass because Aquaman's cultural bag baggage uh, for years now has been he's the guy that talks to fish yeah. and he's kind of like, uh, you know, Superman's he, he's the he's the Justice League they call on when an oil tanker gets spilled or a shark gets loose at the Monterey Bay Aquarium or some shit like, you know, like the that Superman's too busy to do real stuff with it. Mm -hmm. And and they rolled back a lot of that, like. Aquaman is a person you can take seriously. Yes, he also talks to fish. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of a, like, you know, it turns out to be like his greatest superpower by the end of the film. And I like yeah. that. I, I never thought, never, ever, ever in a million years thought that they'd make uh, Aquaman's classic look look cool. Mm -hmm. But the gold scales, green scale armor, when he finally gets the chance to put it on, looks really legit and looks badass. Mm -hmm. um, I, you say put it on. I think it gets put on him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the powers to be. Um, and I think that there was a lot of good talent in this film, like Willem Dafoe and Patrick Wilson, who, boy, I thought he's going to be ridiculous. And he ended up, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how he didn't end up looking ridiculous in that mm -hmm. out. Like, I, I just think it was the acting. Uh, I think Patrick Wilson did a great job. He's got a gravitas to him because he's yeah. essentially wearing uh, the the Aqua Night Owl outfit from like <laughs> if he had one in Watchmen. Like uh -huh. that's straight up what he's 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 undersea Night Owl, <laughs> and yet you still take him seriously. Yeah, no, it's all down to the acting. I think there's an intensity and a sort of maniacal. Uh, tendency that you can see yeah. in his eyes yeah. in basically every scene he, yeah. he really brings it and there were a lot of quiet moments like i love tamira morrison's like character trait of and this is all like shit that happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie but like him going to the end of the dock and and waiting for his love to show up or waiting for his boy to return home from his news exploits i i those are quiet moments that get drowned out in the the you know the loud brashness of the rest of the film mm -hmm. it's just trying to do too much 
Uh, yeah. Like it, it, every act of this movie could have been its own its own movie and probably should have been. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I would give it a like if you're a DC fan, you're probably going to really like this film because it's not a bad film. And every film, in my opinion, DC has made bef- since except for Wonder Woman is is a bad film. It's below below the average rating. So like this is at least not a bad film. But like it's again between first Thor and Thor two is in the quality scale. And that's not where you want to be for your your some of your your franchise flagships and uh yeah it's like it's fine for suicide squad to be bad but aquaman and superman <laughs> and batman those films need to be good <laughs> none of them have been no none of them have been no i mean even wonder woman was good but it 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 did miss yeah. great because the other thing that dc hasn't figured out to do is how to make uh melee combat interesting yeah um it's especially rough when I'm looking at something like Daredevil uh, over the past week, and I'm going, mm. man, the fights are so innovative, innovative yeah. here. Like they're yeah. not just having people trade blows; they're doing interesting things with scenery and with the the place that they're in and the situation that the characters are feeling at the moment. Like, man, they really know how to do a fight uh, in those shows, and this kind of stuff is just so big yeah. that you almost can't do anything personal in the battles because. Right too much is going on behind you at any moment yeah i can't even think like the the, the fight that sticks out in my mind was uh, aquaman in the very beginning of the movie wrestling with pirates mm-hmm. like there was some cool wwe shit that he pulled off with those pirates that like oh fuck i wouldn't want to be that guy uh yeah then but that's all dropped yeah as plus soon he, as we get plus, to the water was he murdered all those guys like he 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 paralyzed That's them. The thing, he, man, he, he I... broke all their bones, paralyzed them, and then sunk the sub they were on. So it's like also that's the other thing that DC's like. You got I don't know. I mean, call me old fashioned. Um, and and maybe that's something they could also done. Like you know, Aquaman's a little bit like doesn't give a fuck. He's a little anti-hero, and then he but he he kind of feels like a pirate king at the end of the movie. Like he's cap- he's he's capable of of anything, but he's also got these quiet like you know gentle scenes with children and stuff uh it's i don't know um no. we'll, we'll defend yeah. these opinions more in the uh sp- not the spoiler section oh i thought this was a spoiler section no no Christ. we haven't got that far I feel yet like we spoiled the movie um no because we actually haven't talked about the plot um so <laughs> okay i thought we talked about the end of the movie that's, well, that's the no, 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 no. We we got we got some to talk about some trailers. A lot of the stuff we've already talked about. Like, do we do we have anything more to say about the Lego Movie or Shazam? Uh, Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> I do want to talk a little bit. Sh- okay, I remember last week when we talked about Shazam, or maybe it was two weeks ago. We were kind of excited, like, well, yeah, you know, Wonder Woman was pretty good, and we've heard the Aquaman is pretty good, and this looks kind of like the type of fun superhero movie you want to see, but the costume's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we can overlook that. How are you feeling about Shazam now? I mean, I guess, I don't know how many times you have to fool me before <laughs> I decide that I'm done You're with gonna you. Tap, but, tap out on DC films? Yeah, but I I don't know. I'm still... I'm not uninterested in seeing Shazam. I, um, I would I would probably see it as a first run movie. Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's a superhero movie. Yeah, like it's this is a trailer that I thought was super effective because it establishes a couple things that Spider Man's gonna he's he's got this opportunity to go away from America mm-hmm. and he's deliberately choosing to not be Spider Man. He wants to just be a normal kid. Yeah. And then Nick Fury shows up and fucks that plan all up. 
Yep. That's all we know about it. We also know that there is a guy who looks like a, I think I know, I, I think he's supposed to be Mysterio. Um, mm. But he is, it looks like a blend of uh, uh, Iron Man and uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. And Donnie Darko. And Donnie Darko. <laughs> And I, yeah, it looks cool. There's a little bit of cringy. Um, I know that his thing is Tony Stark's his his his, his essentially daddy, mm-hmm. and he gets all these fancy suits. But there's a little action figure baiting when I see like Ninja Spider Man and Wingsuit Spider Man and yeah. cos and, and spacesuit Spider Man. It's like these these yeah. are. And and I I feel like other than Spy- Iron Man, Marvel's never done that. Isn't that kind of like a Spider-Man comic book thing? Like there were just so many versions of Spider-Man that I don't know. There there are a bunch of suits because I played the game. Uh, yeah. On PS4, and there are like twenty five different suits, and I think they're all like pretty canon. That might know? have been something to happen in like the two thousand. Because like I in my mind, there's two Spidey suits. There's the Spidey suit and there's Black Spider Man suit, which is essentially right. the Venom suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's 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 all you need. But maybe I don't know. Like with the Spider Verse, they've clearly because one thing I asserted is I thought most of the fake spiders, like the uh, not the fake spiders, the alternate reality spiders in the Spider Verse were fake were made up for the film. But people quickly corrected me that these are all canonical other um, world type of Spider-Man that they've explored with over the over the years. But um, it, yeah, including including the Japanese spider bot. Yes. Yeah. Really? They, she, they shatter like our own series. And like, wow. I, I, yeah, okay. I, I, I actually fell down like an hour long YouTube hole uh, finding out about her. <laughs> um, so they're also had the Dark Phoenix trailer, which we talked about last week. The kid yeah. who would be king, which I, I've actually heard that's a pretty good kids film. Uh, I might take Jack to see it, but I don't really have any interest beyond that. And then there is a new, to me anyway, Captain Marvel trailer where mm-hmm. we got to see some more of like her background. Apparently, she is a hybrid Kree warrior, which is an alien race from the Marvel Universe, hmm. um, which is kind of interesting. That makes her, I guess, a little bit in common with uh, the Star-Lord. Um, Jude Law is a villain i think i didn't know that he was attached to the film which is kind of cool i yeah. love love me some jude law mm-hmm. um and i also for the first time noticed her like helmet hair how her hair like tur- like her helmet encases her hair into like this wild mo- f- mohawk of flame <laughs> uh which i thought was kind of cool uh-huh um i it seems like she's going to be the key to defeating thanos and i'm not getting that she's that powerful like honestly, okay. like I I saw um, I, I saw uh, what what is Star Wars name Peter something or other, I saw that guy defeat mm. a you know the ego the planet god, mm-hmm. you know I, I I is 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 Thanos that much powerful more powerful than that guy and in that how, case how like, many Infinity Stones does Captain Marvel have That's the thing she's got he's got he's got the Infinity Stone but he's broke didn't he break the Infinity Gauntlet by snapping it I don't know. Um, anyway, I couldn't uh, tell you <laughs> that that's coming out real soon, uh, and so we won't have to wonder for long. Does, uh, does Hollywood make any non fantasy superhero nope. films anymore? Nope. I, every literally every, and I get it. Everyone. Like I'm sitting in the theater for an Aquaman movie. That's primarily what and, they're and a matinee show. Aquaman movie. So like, but this they're is... they're really really going hard on fantasy, and like it, it feels to me like everybody looked at CG technology and said, holy shit, we can do this, guys. We can do all the movies we ever wanted to do, yeah. and we need to DC this and do them all at once, mm-hmm. forever, uh, as fast as possible and as furious as possible. And mm-hmm. I, do they make any normal human movies in Hollywood anymore? 
Uh, do they make heist movies? Do they make uh, crime dramas? Heist do they make more of a fall thing. Do they make family drama? There were films? a shit ton of those. I remember, like, there's a whole bunch of like grim were, like, gun guys wearing ski masks, have skulls uh-huh. on them, and, and the wives of guys who wear those ski masks inheriting the ski masks and yeah, yeah, saving yeah. them, and the Ocean's Eight. And, yeah, we can we can yeah. be we can be rogues too. Uh, it just feels like there is this. Just, I feel like I am. Aquaman sitting in the truck with my dad driving down the street and now there's a tidal wave right behind me of all of these fucking fantasy movies. Are you trying to say that Hollywood is creatively bankrupt and has run out of imagination? Uh, Because it's almost like... No, because some of these movies I like. Yeah. But it seems like there there is so much money to be made on these kinds of movies that that's primarily what's being made now. Well, I mean, there is probably going to be... A limit to the appetite of the superhero genre. I thought that five years ago. Well, but I, what I thought, I'm saying fuck, is... Marvel's making three movies a year. That's too much. But, now they're making eight movies a year. But they've kept on upping the stakes and upping the spectacle. And when that doesn't work, then, you know, reclaiming a giant star like Spider-Man from, from Sony. And, like, I do think that... Like, I'm very and then going, curious. like, Wolverine, right? Like, uh, like doing the, the smaller... Right. Right, so that's, more personal. That seems gritty like films, Sony yeah. has found some success going with the small, like some of the smaller stuff, like Deadpool and Logan and whatnot. But like, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know because that's yeah, it's a good point because Logan showed us another way that superhero movies could go, mm-hmm. where they then start gen, you know, genre b- blending with western. Or um, I feel like the latest Transformers, Bumblebee, yeah, is kind of like that. I haven't seen it, but from yeah, the trailers, I, it seems more like a smaller story. And I've I've heard that's coincidentally the best the best Transformer film too. ever made. Um, yeah. and I, and I think that they could do like I, I why haven't we seen like a horror based comic book here those were like some of the first comic book movies we got like blade like i i could i could do some of that like you know so i guess we're gonna get hell boy that's kind of a horror film yeah they're trying everything they're, they're gonna run into the ground uh <laughs> i just i guess i didn't think there was this much gas in the tank uh but do you think it's but, but apparently they're driving a fucking tanker truck full of it because yeah speaking it, of western is, I, I think we're in a, a, a space now where like comic book movies might never die but they might die like westerns where you get maybe one every other mm-hmm. year, and it's always an event when it happens. Um, and it's always Clint Eastwood redirecting <laughs> another movie he puts himself in. <laughs> yep, yep. I had this one in my back pocket for when I turned 90. Right. It's called Least Forgiven Ever. I've got one for my coffin ready to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the it's going to be the horror uh, <laughs> cowboy. Like, yeah. He's going to die and come back as a zombie. <laughs> All right, that's the trailers, and this is unfortunately where you stop if you are not a club member. If you want to hear our spoiler-filled take on Aquaman, uh, and any kind of us really get into the meat of why why we did or didn't like this, then you got to join the club. Club.baldmove.com. <laughs>